leave me. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just wanna start a flame in your heart. All right, welcome everyone to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori, and again, I'm unable to live stream uh, direct um, onto YouTube, but I do repost it because, you know, a lot of people don't use DLive and people uh, don't uh, know how to use Twitch or don't want to pay for it. I think if you're a Prime member, uh, you can tune in live. And I know it sucks, but um, I'm really, really sorry uh, you know, I'm being censored. So I'm just finding any way to make it free so people can see. Because, uh, you know, all of us have been hit hard with this uh, infodemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it. So I'm really trying, um, uh, you know, to ensure that people uh, can get the news. So we have uh, a lot to talk about. We could talk about um, uh, the RNC we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm not going to talk about world politics today because we have a lot of developments on that end. Um, all of you are seeing that the mainstream media is now playing catch up, of course. So I'm, uh, I, I, I thought that we could revisit what we are seeing right now, how things are moving. As I've been saying, you know, we are many, they are few. And the military industrial complex literally forgot about me. I think they had me in a position where they could monitor or control. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how, how, I, I guess it was ego, you know, it's been an extremely humbling experience. Uh, even though, even though on my own, I went to find out what it was that I saw, there were things that I saw so much. I, I can't even say it. This, this, this I'll have to wait to say to Congress. There were things that I, there was something that I saw and it just didn't sit right with me, you know, and it wasn't even my forte. I, I just accidentally stumbled upon it while I was trying to hide somewhere to have a cigarette. So, um, you know, what I saw was that, that point where it's like something went off in my head and I was like, this doesn't sound right. You know, uh, not sound right. I saw it with, with my eyes. Um, so obviously, uh, on my own, on my own dime and, and using uh, the tools that I've learned, uh, maneuvering the energy sector, my job was energy. I, this is why I know the relations in the region. This is why I know how they manipulate, how they invest, where they have their banks. You know, nobody's even talking about how Jeffrey Epstein had a shit ton of money into the energy department, specifically one in North Dakota, his partner, whose wife, I think, is at Sloan Catering, you know, with that whole thing. They own it. Like, Energy is my thing. I know this stuff like the back of my hand. That was my spiel. It was never hijacking people. It was maneuvering energy. I'm just going to leave it at that. So that is my gig. I've been saying that energy was always my thing. So, um, so how do we start today? I guess, I mean, we can also go into more, uh, other things, but you know, whistleblowers, this is what sucks. Whistleblow some whistleblowers get protection, but they don't really because there's mechanisms in place where if you whistleblow, you get caught and then they destroy you. They'll just do whatever, right? 
But people like Patrick Berge, like I said, when I watched him, you know, I see everything. When I saw that, I was like, yo, poor guy. And, 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 and that's the way it is. I mean, look what they've done to McKibben, Bill Binney. I mean, anyone that's come out, look what they've done. They've crushed them. And, and they go through discrediting and putting all these, you know, wild accusations. But, you know, the good thing is, is that when they come at this new um, push, we've given the world the tools. We've opened up the world's eyes to show how they are manipulating you. These are tools, right, that are ancient, that have been fine-tuned with newer generations, with better ideas. We are now in the digital digital age. And unfortunately, uh, the digital age has uh, created a false sense of um, anonymity, a false sense of protection for those that have been in that transition period. And it also allows, you know, when people get this false sense of anonymity and protection, their true side really comes out. True side really comes out, the viciousness. You know, I could sit here and tell you what these, uh, you know, tools, because that's what they are, have done to other people like themselves, you know, and I could talk about that later. But for now, I want to show you just how many people, how many people and the right people saw what we gave them. Remember, the dossier, the only reason, the only reason uh, was even taken into consideration um, was because there was circular reporting, right? This is a strategy. If it's out in the ether, oh, we see the news. We have to talk about it, right? If it's out in the ether, they report on it. They investigate. This was the purpose of this documentary. Obviously, it was connected to QAnon. And now what they fear is, well, what if they're QAnon? Damn, we've got a global army behind them. We got to be careful. They've done this. This is where the panic lies. Um, and it's like, why would you be terrified, first of all, by anything that has promoted good? Why would you be terrified of that? It makes absolutely no sense. Why are we living in an era of so much pain and so much hate and so much manipulation. You know, I, I've said this before. Me and Patrick Berge and I don't agree with everything. He's a, he's a, he's a, I like him because he is who he is. But he believes that using reality hacks, and this is why I've coined it as that, because it is actually hacking your thoughts and your reality. You think you vote. You think you're making a choice, right? You're not. They're drowning you in. I've told you, even with your, you know, banners where you put like X's and O's and whatnot, those are all to sh obviously to show allegiance to something. Yes. But it's also a form of a reality hack. Now, um, I fear nothing. I think I said this weeks ago. There's nothing that can tear. What are they going to do? Kill me? I still got eight years here. <laughs> so I I'm just, you know, we have to be fearless because they have no power over millions, billions of people. They don't. Stand on the moon and look down and see just how many of them are actually in power. The actual people that yield power. Your digits, your anatomical digits can count them. Now, the rest that you see are simply the minions. Even if they sit in places like the house, some positions themselves in the White House, right? Surrounding our president. 
they're on your TV, on your radio, on your social media platforms, in your magazines, in your newspapers, right? Those are the minions. They are very few, very few. And the Chinese Communist Party is empowered by those very few, ergo minion. So in the end, it's the people against the establishment. The establishment is global. So when people mock, oh, President Trump is going to save the world, we are that beacon of light. We set the tone of what society in these new generations that were coming was to be. One free of monarchs, one free of slavery, one free of thought. People are being prosecuted for thought crimes. That's the thing. And having danced with all of them and forgotten, I've just been sitting there doing. And I've said this before many times. The war, invisible enemy, could it be a virus? No, it's the people there. They're everywhere. They're around you. Energy was my spiel. This is why I know, and I've been talking about the hot spot. This is why I know how they maneuver in the conversations. That was my forte. Now, what I discovered during my work accidentally was what, do you want to say triggered? It's not. It sparked me. I was just like, what? This isn't happening. Someone has to do something. Do you know how many times people have told me you're going to get killed? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I don't think they, they can't kill good people. If people understand that they only have the power that you give them, you've just reclaimed it. What was it? Um, and, and not to quote, um, scriptures or, but think. Uh, even in the movie Labyrinth, you have no power over me or name the demon and you're in charge, right? Tell me your name, blah. Here they are. They're there. Not only did the movie show you this, right? But they showed you it. They started taking down their sites. The president told you it. No one is immune to being getting rid of. There's going to be more. They not only took down their sites, but then they cited With Joe Biden, they, these people that are supposed to be national security experts, admirals, generals, all of these clowns, you know, educated supposedly, are siding with someone that everybody and their mother knows has dementia. They're willing to prop up someone that has dementia. This should tell you everything you need to know. This is it. So let's start with just an amazing speech by Tiffany Trump. And we don't hear much from her. You know, information war isn't just the information you search and consume. It's the weaponization of what you access. Have you ever read terms and conditions of websites to see what they do? Maybe I should guide you there to see. All right. So take a listen to Tiffany Trump, who is a rising star. She's, she's an incredible young lady. And <laughs> take a listen. Good evening. 
I'm Tiffany Trump. Since speaking at the Republican convention four years ago, so much has changed for the world, for our country, and for my family. Like so many students across the world, I graduated from law school during the pandemic. Our generation is unified in the facing the future in uncertain times. And many of us are considering what kind of country we want to live in. As a recent graduate, I can relate to so many of you who might be looking for a job. My father built a thriving economy once, and believe me, he will do it again. This election, I urge each and every one of you to transcend political boundaries. This is a fight for freedom versus oppression, for opportunity versus stagnation, a fight to keep America true to America. I urge you to make judgment based on results and not rhetoric. If you believe in criminal justice reform, there is only one president that passed the First Step Act, giving people a second chance, a chance at a life once again. And if you believe in expanding quality and affordable health care, only President Trump, my father, signed the right to try into law, the favored nations clause, and other actions to lower drug prices and keep Americans from getting ripped off. People must recognize that our thoughts, our opinions, and even the choice of who we are voting for may and are being manipulated and visibly coerced by the media and tech giants. If you tune into the media, you get one biased opinion or another. And what you share, if it does not fit into the narrative that they seek to promote, then it is either ignored or deemed a lie, regardless of the truth. This manipulation of what information we receive impedes our freedoms. Rather than allowing Americans the right to form our own beliefs, this misinformation system keeps people mentally enslaved to the ideas they deem correct. This has fostered unnecessary fear and divisiveness amongst us. Why are so many in media and technology and even in our own government, so invested in promoting a biased and fabricated view. Ask yourselves, why are we prevented from seeing certain information? Why is one viewpoint promoted while others are hidden? The answer is control, because division and controversy breed a profit. But what are the consequences when only one side of the story gets out? or when only one viewpoint is acceptable? For our education system, it meant sacrificing civil debate by creating an atmosphere where students with contrary opinions are too afraid to speak. Many students find themselves suppressing their beliefs to fit into what the acceptable group think is. In short, our nation suffers by inhibiting our diversity of thought and inclusion of ideas. Working together, outside of our political comfort zones will accomplish so much more. Some cynical politicians do not seem to believe in the miracle of America. Well, I do. As Maximo Alvarez said so eloquently last night, if freedom is lost in this country, there is nowhere else to go. Having hope is not weakness and believing in miracles is a gift from God. So tonight, I want to tell you the uncensored truth of what we believe in. 
We believe in equality of opportunity. We believe in freedom of thought and expression. Think what you want. Seek out the truth. Learn from those with different opinions. And then freely make your voice heard to the world. We believe in school choice because a child's zip code in America should not determine their future. We believe in freedom of religion for all faiths. And we believe in the American spirit, a country founded on ideas, not identity, a country where our differences are embraced, and the only country where the word dream has been attached to it. Because in America, your life is yours to chart. So if you're hearing these things and thinking to yourself, that is the kind of country that I want to live in. Well, whether you realize it or not, you are a Trump supporter. I encourage you to see beyond the facade that so many other politicians employ. They mask themselves in disguises of decency as they try to pressure us to mask our own identities and beliefs. My father is the only person to challenge the establishment, the entrenched bureaucracy, big pharma and media monopolies to ensure that Americans' constitutional freedoms are upheld and that justice and truth prevail. My father does not run away from challenges, even in the face of outright hatred, because fighting for America is something he will sacrifice anything for. He dreams big dreams for our country, and he is relentless at achieving them. You see, make America great again is not a slogan for my father. It is what drives him to keep his promise of doing what is right for American citizens. The energy of change and opportunity is with us. God has blessed us with unstoppable spirit, his spirit, the American spirit. My dad has proven to be driven by that spirit. He has demonstrated his faith and his uncompromising heart and actions. My father has made me believe that America can truly be great again. If you care about living your life without restraints, about rebelling against those who would suppress your voice and building your American dream, then the choice in this election is clear. A vote for my father, Donald J. Trump, is a vote to uphold our American ideals. Be true to yourself and stay true to the dream of America. Thank you. And God bless you all. Okay. How amazing was that speech? And obviously all of us has been, have been uh, saying this for a while. You know, they look to us because they know exactly what we want. They know how many sacrifices, you know, um, no, I can't, uh, you know, I would never, I, like I said, people like me don't exist because we never ever come out to the light. And I don't think people understand we fight battles in the darkness, uh, that, that no one sees. And this is what patriots do. Every little thing they do, the little thing you might do, where you might see the old man, um, you know, sitting on a bench, that's a Vietnam veteran and you tip a hat to them or, you know, offer them a coffee or, you know, those are the little things we can do. And the thing is, America is the last frontier on paper. We are free, but look at what she was telling you. She was telling you how they're 
manipulating the way you think from a young age. And this is why Generation X is the most dangerous of all to their narrative. Because these people were, you know, came through and transitioned into the digital age and realized similarities in the non-digital age. This is it. This is the war. I called it a civilized war. And back, not to toot, but back in 2015 and 2016, I started, you know, with my little self putting out the hashtag, he's with us, because she was saying I'm with her. See, there you can see the difference into how they ran their campaigns, how who they were fighting for. She was fighting for herself and he was fighting for you. And that picture of the soldiers of Iwo Jima is what all of us should be. We should be holding up that flag. We should be holding up that president. I've said this so many times. And so many times have I told you just what this man is going through. I can't even imagine. Well, I kind of can now, but (laughs) not to the extent he does. I would never even dare to compare. Imagine him waking up every morning. And looking at the bottle of water next to him and thinking, shall I take a drink? Because his enemies are huge. And if you're doing something right, your enemies show you that. This man has the whole world against him. He's a boss. He has his enemies, the same people like Lindsey Graham that orchestrated this whole charade. Speaking up for him now. Double speak, of course, right? You got to straddle that fence. I've explained to you the differences between the various spies, and we'll revisit that today. You know, Gen Xers, exactly, were very independent thinkers. And for myself, I've made it no, you know, secret. The best quantum computer is those six inches between my ears. I fan crush anytime I'm in communications with Bill Binney. I was so excited. Assange, super crush, like what he did when he was younger. Man, I was a fan, a fan of those that spoke truth, a fan of those that went against the establishment. I have no problem with authority. I just have a problem with authority that seeks to enslave people. This is what all of us should have a problem with. Why is someone going to tell you how to think? This is why they hate Trump. Those generals, those admirals, those national security advisors, think about it from this perspective, not the whole hate Trump, Cheeto, orange man, bad perspective, but think about it. They've put their careers that were supposedly there to support us, the people, to fight for us, the people, to protect us from enemies in the hands of someone that clearly has dementia. That should tell you everything you need to know. And another thing, the attacks are only going to get worse. The roller coaster is almost over. The ultimatum has been set. Labor Day, you're either going to do something or not. The sleeper that's been sitting there has to make a decision, has to make a decision. Because if not, we can pull his pants down too. And that's coming with Shadowgate too. So this is, this is a war. And unfortunately, a lot of people have not uh, seen who and what. Grinnell, yes, love him. It's a sexy satchel. This man has nothing but love for his country and believes in his country. See, I've always said that everybody has a price. 
everybody has a price, but also we should see good in people before we see evil. Indeed, we do. Because that is the mistake. That is what they have trained us to do, is to jump on dogpiling. I mean, guys, personally, I suffered so much, and I have been afforded zero protections. The laws and the and, and um, the uh, organizations that are there to help victims of heinous crimes, right? I should have known when my witness was, you know, executed in the back of a head, in back of his head, by a cop. I mean, I've been fighting with cartels. <laughs> I've said this. I've made it no secret. And someone might say, "Oh, grandiose, yeah, really? Want to make a bet? Because there's paper trail, and people have seen it." And that's okay. But you either have to stand fearless and take your power back or they control you, period. And, you know, people that say, well, you know, I have a family. I have to look at me. Yeah. How are you looking after your family when you put your head down? How do you look after your children if you back down? Because they push on you. That's what they do. They, they beat you into submission with misinformation, with mass information, with dogpiling. I mean, you know, I said the chips are going to lie on either side for America or against. You are seeing this. They are so upset because they forgot all about what they created and might have been that my young self was smart enough when they said, hey, how'd your, you know, homework go here? We were watching anything and I lied. <laughs> I lied because while I was playing with the computer, I thought maybe the computer said, don't say anything. So I'm just going to go with the guy. I was a kid. I was nine. Like, well, <laughs> but, you know, I digress. That's a story for another time. Right now, like I said, and I've been saying, there's no point in pointing out who's on our side. They will show you themselves. People tell you exactly who they are if you're listening. Uh, that is the key here. And our goal should be to ensure that that man is reelected so we can take this home. His first four years in office, hogtied, roadblocks, impeached constantly, constantly blocked. Look at what he did to the country. He gave us jobs. He made our nation respected again. He demanded that we take control of our own nation. And all that, while they had roadblocks like Mueller to delete evidence, to attack people, right, in his own camp. This is what this man accomplished in insane rates. How can anyone doubt what he is capable of? Capable of doing it while his hands and feet are tied, he was not allowed to say or do. He had to sit and wait, sit and wait. <laughs> Man, I've been sitting and waiting for a long time too. Sit and wait. Wait for the process. We can't do it like this because the information wars are real. Imagine if he came out and did anything. More than 70% of you listening to me right now would have jumped ship and called him a dictator because you weren't ready. That's the thing. Good never loses. Good never comes out and the storm is here. 
So ironic, Laura. She'll descend into Congress like the biggest freaking hurricane they ever had. And I told you that. I told her that before she even thought of running for Congress. She never even thought of it. She was chained to Twitter headquarters. Never thought of it. <laughs> but, you know, the, good. I mean, any story you read, even in the Bible, even in any other religious text, God always wins in the end. And that's key here. This man has done so much for all of us. And with his hands tied. And then they gave him a plague, a Chinese manufactured plague to destroy everything he built in zero time. And he used that evil for good. How? By saying, okay, I'm going to let the people see who you really are. I'm going to let it go into the ether. I'm not going to put a lockdown on the nation. I'm going to give you experts that you love and choose. Those experts that have been running in your circles and helping you build this narrative. I am going to put them in front of me and say, here are your experts. Take it. I'm the president. I believe that you, the media, since you know best, and you, the military industrial complex, since you know best, I'm going to allow my enemies to stand in front and guide my hand. But as they guide his hand in how to deal with the coronavirus, what happened? They were exposed for who they are. They were shown for who they are. The media showed you who they are. The military industrial complex showed you who they are. That's key. That is the key. And all of you have been witness to it. When I said we're living in historical times, right after the elections, right after the elections, that's where the war, real work begins, where we create a unified party. We are the new party. We are united. We're a bundle of sticks. What is it called? A fascia. <laughs> united they can't divide us and for the past eight years they have been dividing us pandering to have graduations based on color what is this pandering to have us put american against americans the karen movement so that people can actually you know start pointing fingers i mean this is have you seen 1984 like what I mean, even groups that I have and I've had, you know, mockingly have the Ing Sock logo. <laughs> it's like, this is what we, you've been living in. And this is coming from someone that wasn't responsible directly for the attacks on the people and how they executed these programs. I wasn't responsible for that, though I utilized, well, more old school for whatever things that I did. And like I said, it was always energy all types of energy. So I was able to watch. I've had access. I've been saying this. Huh. I've had access. Everything that I've put out there, 100% on point. I told you who, what, when, and what day. 
I told you they were wiretapping. I told you they were monitoring. I told you that they're organizing these fake riots, these fake organized, you know, groups, money, money. I told you about Bank of America without telling you because see, there's so much coming. These, this time right now, this election, 2016 was the, it kind of was like, you know, where you pick the, that fork in the road. But that fork in the road that we chose because he resonated, right, is now coming to that point. This is where the war is. They're telling you it's war. Remember, I wrote that story of how the king of Jordan kicked Nancy Pelosi out when she went to get them together. Damn, you wanted some open sesame, right? Didn't work. And for those of you that know what I'm talking about, Leave it at that because this is way bigger than anyone knows. And the thing is, this president has allowed people to rise up themselves and speak up. We are better than them because we are driven not by, not by interests, but by love of country, love of freedom. That's it. This is exactly it. I've, been saying this for years. And so this is how we take back our country. I mean, look, these are programs that have been deployed by generals and admirals. This is their doing. And they're shameless about it. San Francisco Gate even wrote a piece about how McChrystal was doing it. This isn't a game. I mean, I like games. But this isn't a game. These are real people. And I feel sorry for them because most of these people can't even see. They're that blind. Take a listen. Violent for a third straight night. Here's more of that terrifying video from our Fox News crew. And we've just learned moments ago, police confirming that two people were killed, a third person seriously injured. Police still looking for the suspect at this hour. The violence ringing out as protesters ignore an 8 p.m. curfew. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers declaring a state of emergency and deploying the Wisconsin National Guard to help police. The demonstrations sparked by the police shooting of Jacob Blake, captured on cell phone video. You see it right there. Blake's family says the 29-year-old father of six is paralyzed and may never walk again, his mother pleading for peace. Jacob knew what was going on as far as that goes, the violence and the destruction. He would be very unpleased. To all of the police officers, I'm praying for you and your families. A lawyer for Blake's family says they plan to file a civil rights lawsuit against the police department at the appropriate time. Steve Ainsley and Brian, back to you. Indeed. And the RNC, by the way, did include a prayer for Jacob Blake in the uh, very opening. Protests in Kenosha. So Kenosha, remember, and I saw that a few of you caught that uh, the other day. Uh, it was all about them being salty that the DNC was not being protected. Remember, the police said, you want to defund us. We're not protecting you. And it was right there. And so what sucks is that people are still not getting it. These 
these organized riots were done, were actually done by people that have supposedly led battles for our nation, that are supposedly protecting you and I and your children. Those national security advisors, they're disgusting. They treat you like a commodity. And that's what sucks because as a commodity, you bow down to those. You know, there was a, there was a time when, um, there was an uprising and this homeless guy, I saw him on a TV channel. I think it was TV five, um, in France. And it was in Greek because when they were uprising and I saw it on French news where he was holding a sign and he said, they look like giants because we are on our knees. This is exactly where they have you, all of you on your knees, all of you, because you think they're more powerful than you. They are not. They are totally not. They have no power. You have the power on paper, at least for now. You have the power. And yes, indeed, that's why they fear General Flynn. This is why they fear him. So as we go forward, I mean, I know a lot of you have reached out and started listening to past episodes saying, well, how did this, how did you know? Whoa, you talked about, yes, I've been here all along. And I think there's a little bit saltiness because there was a military industrial complex type, you know, show that wanted to be put on and this kind of squashed it, you know, kind of killed it. And, um, oh, wow. Okay. I'm shocked. Um, so where do we go, um, from here? Uh, sorry, that. I just got a notification that um, kind of threw me off. I apologize. I'm smiling, if anyone um, can tell. Okay, so let's move along. Let's move along to how things are going. Senator Cotton talked about the tentacles of the Chinese communist espionage are widespread in the U.S. Oh, Guys, this is just the beginning. Take a listen to this. This is this is pretty this is pretty hardcore. I, I just listen to his words. Welcome back. The Rep Republican National Convention wraps up night two last night. The theme, the land of opportunity, the Trump family and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo going to bat for President Trump. It was a night of surprises, including a naturalization ceremony, as well as a pardon. Joining me right now is Arkansas Senator, member of the Senate Armed Services and Intelligence Committees, Tom Cotton. Senator Cotton, great to see you this morning. Thank you so much for being here. You are slated to speak tomorrow night at the RNC. Can you give us a preview of where you'll focus? Good morning, Maria. It's good to be on with you. Uh, I thought the first lady last night did an excellent job of showing a side of the president that the media wants to pretend doesn't exist. Um, I also thought it showed a great degree of diversity of the kinds of people President Trump has helped, from lobstermen in Maine to metal fabricators to dairy farmers in Wisconsin to a mayor from a mining community in Minnesota's Iron Range. This president has helped so many different communities, so many different types of Americans from different walks of life. What I'm going to do tomorrow night is focus on what this president has done to keep all Americans safe 
from foreign threats and contrast that with Joe Biden's terrible record. Barack Obama's own secretary of defense said that Joe Biden had been wrong about nearly every major foreign policy and national security decision of the last 40 years. I'm going to flesh that out a little bit, explain how Joe Biden voted to repeatedly slash our military over 40 years, how Joe Biden opposed the mission to kill Osama bin Laden, and most importantly, how Joe Biden has aided and abetted the rise of China for 50 years with terrible trade deals, looking the other way on China's cheating on those deals, closing our factories, stealing our jobs and threatening our interest all around the world. So we're going to expose Joe Biden. Okay. So I just wanted to say, so 50 years, we've been talking about that, how we created China, how this was all the plan. Can you see it unfolding now? You were given that information way before they're giving it to the people because they have no choice. Remember, I told you that when they came at me, they pushed me into the light when I didn't want to be in the light. They pushed me. They pushed me. So. Here I am. And now they can't hide this. You see what he's saying right now is everything we've been talking about because it's all coming to the light, all of it. And they can't stop what's coming. Biden's record as weak and wrong when it comes to defending America. And, and you wrote an op-ed for FoxNews.com highlighting some of his past dealings with China, including no opposition to bringing it into the World Trade Organization back in the 90s, toasting Beijing as a new partner in 2012. And, of course, his son Hunter Biden's business dealings there. Look, Tom, I want you to explain the assessment that you have now of the Chinese Communist Party, because we've talked about this a lot. You really were the first to really spotlight the fact that there is real risk here because they are taking advantage of some of our programs and sending military officials in, people who work for the Chinese military under aliases and using our uh, our visa systems to do so. Tell us about that. Well, the Chinese Communist Party has something they call the civil military fusion. That's drawing upon Chinese companies to aid and advance the People's Liberation Army, the military of the Chinese Communist Party. They also use America's own universities, our most advanced laboratories against us by infiltrating PLA-aligned scholars into these universities, oftentimes coaching them on how to lie on their immigration papers to get into the United States. When we began to shut down those programs in May, uh, Chinese diplomats in America scrambled uh, to coach many of these researchers on how to lie uh, to FBI investigators or help them abscond out of the country back to mainland China. It's just just China. Think about who's training people, civilian military fusion, as they said, something I've told you, uh, not those words specifically, uh, but they're trying to get it across. I've told you all about this, that they teach them who's teaching the Ukrainians. That's right. Robert Storch's wife, right? She's in Ukraine training journalists how to investigate and lie and obfuscate. This is all there, all there, all there. And now they can't stop what's coming because, you know, they use the media to circle, circle, so circular reporting so it can be out in the ether. Well, I mean, you're not the only one allowed to use that. Now we've put it all out there and you can't put the genie back in the bottle.
one more example of how China uses our systems against us. Joe Biden has not stood up to that, has not tried to stop it. In fact, as you said, Maria, he's advanced it for 40 years. President Trump, once again, is standing up for Americans and standing up to the Chinese Communist Party. And, and, and of course, uh, the journal's out and it really lays it out this morning in the journal. This is a story I've been certainly reporting for a long time now that uh, Chinese diplomats, diplomats have helped military scholars visiting the United States avoid scrutiny by the FBI. Researchers investigated after the July order to shut down the Chinese consulate in Houston, for example, really opened up a, a window into all of this. What was the most recent situation? How are they how, how are they communicating with the CCP? Because in the journal, one of the pieces there was that someone was directing them to wipe all of their devices clean as they go to the airport because they will get stopped at the airport. And I know I've written about this in my upcoming book, The Cost, about people who are getting stopped at the airport and they're being they're found with tons of files on their body uh, to take back to the CCP. Well, Chinese diplomats oftentimes are acting as the handlers for these military researchers. They coach them on how to lie on their immigration papers to get into the country. They give them their collection priorities. The journal reported, for instance, that they wanted one researcher to uh, make. Or they give them fake passports. See, I've talked to you about the passports, right? Right. I've talked to you about the passports. That's key here. Talk to you about the passports. Everything Senator Cotton is saying right now, we've talked about in more layman terms, more layman terms. And that's what's important. That now we see it. It was time. And we're seeing it. And like President Trump told you weeks ago, this is a revolution. Make copies of a laboratory exactly so they could replicate those labs in China. And then when they're uh, facing pressure, when they're under the gun and trying to get out of the country, they coach them on how to turn over that information or how to wipe clean their devices and help them get flights out of the country. Now, fortunately, our FBI is on the case. They've detained several of these officials. Likewise, they've detained officials who are uh, American researchers who are taking Chinese money and oftentimes giving American secrets back to the Chinese Communist Party. It just goes to show how widespread the tentacles of Chinese communist espionage are not just in our government, but in our laboratories and our academies and in American businesses as well. It's unbelievable, Senator. So where is this going? What is the Chinese Communist Party trying to do with all of this? One story that I recount in, in my book is how this company, Lemco, opened up shop right down the block from the headquarters of Motorola. And there were former engineers, Chinese engineers that were working at Motorola, were now working at Lemco so that they could send information all the way back to the chairman of Huawei, which was just extraordinary. What is the Chinese Communist government doing here? Okay, stop, stop, stop. So most of this information, guys, is being sent to Germany. We've talked about this. So we're just, you know, from from day one of me being on air, I've been telling you that China's the problem, not Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. It's China, 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 China. And this is why President Trump is having conversations. This is why he went for North Korea to diffuse that dark area, those shadow you know, those blind spots, Iran's a blind spot. North Korea was a blind spot, right? He went exactly where he needed because where you go, 
is you take where their base is, where their dark operations go, where, 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 where. And so, you know, for some reason, everyone's kind of circling around the whole, you know, we're not going to talk about Germany right now. We're not going to talk about how congressional information and communications are in Germany. We're not going to talk about private information. And that is just the server to Leah, right? Because I've already told you most of the stuff is where in Luxembourg, this little, 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 little nation, <laughs> almost as sovereign as, uh, Switzerland, per se. Mm. Are, they, are, are they doing this to build up their military? Do you think that ultimately they're expecting they're going to go to war with the United States? Well, both their military and their commercial sector, Maria. Uh, the FBI put it well recently when they called the Chinese strategy, rob, replicate, and replace. Rob America of its technology, right. replicate that technology in mainland China, and then replace American technology. All right. Senator, you've been crisscrossing the country uh, with the president in, in, in some cases. You've been talking to a lot of voters out there. What are you hearing from people in terms of what their priorities are? Maria, I've been uh, very uh, or I've noted just how many Americans are focused on the Chinese threat, especially after this pandemic. I have mul I've had multiple Americans across the country come up to me whose lives have been affected by the coronavirus, whether they've had loved ones hospitalized for weeks, whether they've lost their business, whether they've lost the job and consistently. What they say is that we have to make China pay. We have to make China pay for unleashing this virus on the world. We have to take a lot of overdue steps, like cracking down on Chinese espionage in our country. That's exactly what I'm doing, what President Trump is doing as well, what Joe Biden simply will not do. And remember when President Trump was telling you, great comment by April. Remember, President Trump was telling you, uh, you know, the who is doing PR for China, right? said that. And I, I tried to walk you through history to understand how we created China, the CCP, how we abandoned the nationalists, the patriots, the Chinese patriots, how we abandoned them, even though we had a Senate agreement that we were going to send them weapons, we were going to help them fight the communists, the Soviets, whatever you want to call it. And we abandoned them. There was an embargo. And then when they finally got something years later, all the weapons were broken. I mean, we created the Communist Party. You don't seem to, you know, we need to be putting these pieces together. And the United Nations is the end of all ends. These are the people that are making the calls. This is why who was defunded. You know, we need the World Food Program defunded. We need all these USAID programs. We just need to defund the UN, period. We need to annihilate it and kick it out of existence. We do not need a global nanny. We do not abide by any other nation's laws or any laws created by people we do not elect. No American citizen should ever be tried under any court international, like he said. Our president told you that. They are not our judges. We have our own. They are not our law. We have our own. Now, what we can have is an international standard of morals. The one thing I've been saying for a while is we're not talking about the START agreement. Huh. We do not want the energy coming down from the sky. We do not want that. Putin's put it out. And, uh, you know, I'm still tracking that because I know that there have been discussions uh, behind curtains. But, you know, this is my um, this is where I walk through trenches and uh, it's not something new. This is a big problem.
The START agreement needs to be discussed. And um, what the UN has done is only the tip of the iceberg. The atrocities done at that dark continent. That's what it's called. You know why they call Africa the dark continent? Because they have no power. How is it in the year 2020? Right? There is no power in that, in that, in that continent. Tell me how. I mean, if I was GE, I'd be making a freaking fortune. I'd be like, I don't need investments. I'm going to go in there with a big fat ass loan, wire up the whole place and have everyone have electricity. I'd be stinking rich. I'd make that loan back within three months. Why haven't they done it? Ask yourself. Ask yourself the most simplest thing. Why have they not done it? Think. It's right in front of you. The dark continent, that's what they call it. Think, why is Africa not piped up with electricity? If I was GE or any big company, the first thing I would have done is, hey, bank, look at all this money I have. I need a big fat-ass loan. I want a couple billion dollars. I'm going to go put power in Africa. Huh? So why haven't they done it? Why haven't they done it? Why have they let these people stay in the dark? Why have they let them stay where they are? Because guess what? When they don't have access to information, they're easily manipulated. Pay attention to these little things that we've been talking about. We talked about Africa and I said it was going to come up at the end of 2020. And here it is coming, 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 coming slowly. But that is the one thing you should ask a common sense. Oh, we're going to build schools in Africa. Oh, we have all these Clinton, you know, funds. 15 years of what? AI? AI in Ethiopia? Are you freaking kidding me? Is that the first thing that comes to your mind? Artificial intelligence in Ethiopia? Let's be honest. Ted Rose's connections with Jeffrey Epstein. You have no idea what they've been doing to this continent, to those people. China knows. China weaseled their way into South Africa. Land grab. If it was only that simple, if it was only that simple. That's the thing. We don't see beyond what they tell us. They control what information you have access to. They rely on you not doing the thinking, but them doing the thinking for you and you walk around with your mouth open and they throw it at you and you gobble it up. You don't need to listen to two sides. You just listen to our side. That's the way it is. You know, how many times I've had people, uh, you know, talk and say, well, you know, how can you say this? You're like an Orthodox Christian. And it's like, yeah, but I've read the Torah, the Quran, the Mahana. <laughs> I've read everything. And I see all of them have one goal, and that's to seek their origin, that's their interpretation. I've said this before. <laughs> if, the, if the Egyptians were not by a river, they'd be praying to a lake god. It's all about your culture and what's around you and how you morph uh, things and how they make sense to you until the real word comes. And, and you know, that's something we need to understand. <clears throat> yeah, when I'm mad, the training that I have to uh, ensure that my origin does not show really comes out. That New York accent comes out when I'm pissed. Uh, no matter how much training you have, uh, your roots can never be hidden. Uh, I try to keep it bland so that way people cannot determine origin. I was born and bred in New York City. Um, so yeah, I like those comments. Those are funny. Now let's, um, let's go 
to a nice um, song intermission and I'll play my advertisement so I can refill my coffee and we'll continue with the second hour where we're going to get into stuff that Lindsey Graham brought up, uh, you know, what's happening in regards to Bette Midler and criticism. We'll talk about criticizing the first lady because that's all they have. They have low jabs. This is this is weak sauce, man. Weak sauce, complete. And how people are so, oh my gosh, did Pompeo really go to the RNC? Well, you know, a lot of people within the State Department are very, very concerned that he's, you know, throwing cover for the careers. But um, I think he's doing his job now. So let's go to music intermission. Refill those coffee coffee cups, and I'll be right back. American families. America will start winning again 
winning like never before. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. Do not allow anyone to tell you that it cannot be done. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. After nearly four years, my family's nightmare is finally over. We couldn't have survived this without the love and support of the millions of patriots around the world. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. Hi, I'm Laura Loomer, and I'm running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District. Wouldn't it be horrible if we lived in a nation where journalists were silenced just because they confronted the political and media elite? You might think that could never happen in America, but it did. And to me. For confronting people like Hillary Clinton on her corruption and Ilhan Omar for her ties to radical Islamic terror groups, I have been banned on pretty much every single social media platform. And if that doesn't sound extreme enough, I'm also banned on Uber and Lyft. I know I cannot understand that last one either. When this all happened to me, I contacted the media and members of Congress. I asked them for help. I kept calling, I kept emailing, but I never received a reply. And that's when it hit me. I'm a well-known journalist who has the phone numbers of the most powerful people in politics and media, yet I couldn't get any assistance. What on earth would the average American do if the same thing happened to them? I realized then that if I wanted to see change, that I would need to run for office. The American people deserve representation that listens to and acts on their concerns. So here I am, running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District, because the American people deserve a voice and a representative who, like President Trump, will keep the promises they make and speak up loudly and clearly for that silent majority. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So I thought that um, we get to we get to uh, listen to Mark Meadows from July. Okay, this is from July 19th, the day before Shadowgate was going to really drop. This is July 19th, and I want you guys um, to listen to what he said. It's it's pretty, pretty pertinent. Morning, and it shows coronavirus is the number one issue for voters headed into the 2020 election. More than half of them disapprove of how the president has handled this pandemic. I'm joined right now by the White House's chief of staff, Mark Meadows. He has been leading the administration through this crisis. And Mark, it is good to have you this morning. Thanks very much for joining us. First off, what can you say to your critics who say the president has fallen short in his response to the pandemic? Well, obviously, any time that we uh, get uh, faced with something that is new and unusual, uh, you, you actually have to, to engage. And so this came from China. Uh, in the last four or five months, we've been having to figure out how to provide uh, personal protective equipment, uh, ventilators, uh, making sure that we have uh, hospital beds. And, and uh, I can tell you, as we look forward, uh, there are a number of things that we're working on to make sure that we have the therapeutics, uh, even 
even as recent as this morning shipments going to Florida and Indiana and other places to make sure that uh, some of the, the the treatments that are needed in these critical areas are actually happening. And uh, uh, I, I also can tell you that it's a 24-7 around-the-clock the kind of, of work. I was on the phone with uh, the president this morning as we were working on some of the responses. You'll see some new initiatives coming out this week uh, as the president uh, is not only leading, but will continue to uh, to lead and step up in a number of fronts. One of those that you mentioned just earlier, Maria, is, is about our schools. How are we going to open our schools and make sure that moms and dads uh, don't have to worry about the safety uh, of, of our, our children that are going back to schools? And so there will be over $70 billion that this president has already uh, uh, authorized to work with Congress to try to make sure that we not only keep the classrooms safe, but the teachers safe and the students right. safe. And you'll see a, a very broad five uh, five to six uh, points in terms of what we will be doing in terms of making sure that our schools are safe. That's really important. Obviously, we are going to have to live with this for a little while before we get the innovation from our pharma sector and a vaccine. Tell me what the president would like to see in another relief package, Mark. Where are we in terms of the relief and the impact on the economy and people's livelihoods? Well, there's uh, the, the discussions have just started over the last uh, week or so. We've been having a number of internal discussions over the last couple of months. But uh, as we've started to engage with our our uh, Senate and House colleagues uh, up on Capitol Hill. Those will start in earnest starting tomorrow, Monday. I know that uh, uh, Leader McConnell and uh, Leader McCarthy will be coming in to meet with the president and Stephen Mnuchin, who's leading it from our side, uh, to actually start to fine-tune it. So I'd see there's there's three different areas that we're going to make sure of, that we have enough money to to, uh, to ex- make sure that we expedite not only the warp speed as it relates to uh, the, uh, the the treatments that we have, whether it be therapeutics or vaccines, but we also want to make sure that we keep people employed. Uh, when, when you look at the economy and where we need to go with it, uh, we're, we're not going to be shy about uh, making sure that we have protections for the American worker and those that, that employ uh, individuals. And so you're going to see a, an additional thrust there. Um, uh, you know, it looks like that that new package will be in the trillion dollar range uh, as we've started to look at it, whether it's a payroll tax deduction, whether it's making sure that unemployment benefits continue without a disincentive to, to return to work. And then bluntly, uh, we're looking at a number of, of areas to look at manufacturing, bringing some of those critical manufacturing jobs back from overseas so that we're never put in a situation where we have to depend on foreign countries to make sure that we can protect Americans. And the president has talked about the crime across the country as well. Is there something? Look, um, this is from um, uh, from July 19th, July 19th. Now, is it going to get better after Labor Day? Someone asks. I'm going to tell you, it should have been last Labor Day. Okay. But they did something. I didn't think that they would pull off the Ukraine. I didn't think that the IG of the intelligence community would have the balls and the audacity while he knew that all eyes are on him to retroactively change rules and regulations and actual federal documents. This is just how obnoxiously untouchable they think they are. 
and they got caught. Because like I said, I made sure that I had all eyes on me. Over the years that I've been working on Shadowgate and dropping little, you know, Easter eggs everywhere. You know, even Millie Weaver showed you guys her phone was being hacked from the good and the bad. I mean, (laughs) surveillance goes both ways. They have everything. And everyone who has come after those that are doing good things has also been caught. That's how it goes. See, like, for example, if I'm talking to you, right, and then I'm like, oh, you know, Joe Schmo said this about me and I caught this email and some source sent me this, then those that are watching are watching Joe Schmo and all their emails and all their texts and all their phone calls. The implications just keep going. Remember the FISA warrants that they they got on George Papadopoulos, for example, gave him a couple levels up to look. Remember how they explained how they were collecting phone calls of Giuliani up to the president? Because it would go, you get one level, then you need the other level to just make sure, and then another level. So they're all caught. It's only a matter of time. And they are people within positions, elected or appointed, and they're all going down. Secret communications with judges, secret communications with um, clerks, secret communications with whatever. It's, It's all there, all documented, all mapped out. So those people that actually contribute to these things have no idea that they've been being, you think your VPN protects you? You think the Tor browser protects you? Tor, Tori, Taurus. Mm. Doesn't really do that. Those tools that were created to obfuscate their actions have already been amplified 20 times over. Those are remedial to the actual technology we have. Uh, And it's important for people to understand this. Now, this is July 19th. The day before Shadowgate was supposed to go down, and show the world how these riots are happening. See, I, I, I believe that Millie Weaver and I were talking about the real ID and how they wanted to track you and, uh, you know, tracing the virus way before they did. The evidence is there. People just don't want to see that they've been duped by those they gave power to dupe them to. You listen to them rather than listen to the president. You followed them. You gave them that power because of brand names and tiaras. Thing coming in terms of an executive order on r- returning law and order to this country? Well, he's already done a couple of things, but he's working very closely with Attorney General Barr. I can tell you that this week what we're we're looking at is not only uh, looking at what a lot of people have called uh, the executive order on statues, which he did that. But that's really uh, the statues are one thing, but it's really about keeping our community safe. And the president's committed to do that. Uh, some of the unrest that we saw even in the last month or so, but uh, particularly last night and the, and the week leading up to it in Portland, it's just not acceptable when you look at communities not being safe and uh, not upholding the rule of law. So yeah. Attorney General Barr is, right. is weighing in on that with Secretary Wolf. And you'll see something uh, rolled out this week as we start to go in and make sure that the communities, whether it's Chicago or Portland or uh, Milwaukee or, or someplace across the heartland of the country, we need to make sure that our communities are safe. 
Mark, let me let me uh, turn to the Russia probe. You did such an excellent job when you were on the oversight committee in terms of zeroing in on the origins of the Russia probe. We now know for sure. Lindsey Graham told us this uh, about a month ago, actually. So our audience was aware that the FBI knew that the dossier was just made up garbage. And the uh, subsource told the FBI agents that. And yet Jim Comey and Andrew McCabe kept on pushing forward, renewing warrants to spy on Carter Page. Your reaction? to what we know now and when are we going to hear from john Dorham? will there be indictments sir well uh, i think the american people expect an indictments i know i expect indictments based on the evidence i've seen uh, lindsey graham did a good job in getting that out we know that they not only knew that there wasn't a case but they continue to investigate and spy and yes i use the word spy on on trump uh campaign officials and actually even doing things uh when this president was uh, was sworn in and after that and doing it in an inappropriate manner you're going to see a couple of other documents come out in the coming days that will suggest that not only was the campaign spied on but the fbi did not act appropriately as they were investigating it's all starting to come unravel uh, to unravel And I tell you, it's time that people go to jail and people are indicted. That's what's up. Now, um, I hate, you know, putting on my 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 um, my black hat armor. (laughs) But many people don't seem to understand the people that we've actually gone up against. I'm going to show you how. This person, who's also very good friends with um, Snowden, this is General Hayden. He's the one that has, um, you know, interest in all these fake contracting companies that have been ripping uh, American tax dollars off of. (laughs) They've just been taking your money. Not only that, they're using your money to burn your cities down. How fucked up is that? You guys should be pissed. You know, I, I hate falling into pockets of even entertaining trolls because they're, you know, I, I believe that they were not only there to uh, create smoke and mirrors and to pull away and create these fabricated, these lies, these narratives. They have no boundaries, obviously, because they've been blackmailed. But I think they were specifically put there because they wanted to take organizations like uh, Infowars and um, the Blaze Down. This is what they're doing. It's pretty incredible because guess what? What if I told you every time you went onto the InfoWars website that they would collect all your data and sell it to these clowns? That's how they make money. How would you feel? You'd be really pissed. Tons of money. We're talking $20 to $30 per head because that's the going rate. Ah, are you pissed? Yeah. Wait till you see the trackers. This is why it's a different site. It's separate. It's protected. It was all done to be able to put tracers so when they win, because they thought they would win, right, that they put you in the gulags first. (laughs) You still don't get it. And why am I a supporter? Because he's a good person that has been, he was set up for Sandy Hook by Rob Dew. He was set up. Set up it was all a setup but let's listen to this man so righteous this man this face that totally annihilated every single right you have except for on paper other than that he did that 
This is the guy we're going to war with. This is the guy you should be going to war with and his ilk. Listen to what he tells you about founding principles. Wait, no sound. I'm really concerned. You should be concerned. I will. Because you forgot about me. You totally did. Lady Liberty, man. Even America. But I'm concerned. I'm really concerned. Um, Mike Hayden, I was a former director of CIA and NSA. By and large, America needs truth. Truth will set you free. You prick. Excuse my French. You are so done. Look at them come out. But Shadowgate was debunked, right? Okay. And if you don't know the truth, how are you going to judge our government? Without the truth, what can we do about anything? I'll give an example, okay? About almost 10, 20 years ago, okay, I was at CIA. I would say, Mr. President, we believe this is really happening. Mr. President, we believe this is right. It's hard. And it, frankly, it's 50-50, maybe 75. He's so busted. Look at him. You're, you suck. All of you are going down and you're so pissed because nobody like me is helping to do that. That's it. And you know what? There's 20 million nobodies like me. Actually, there's 150 million. Actually, there's a whole planet full of them. And we're all taking you down. Listen to them. Convention on founding principles. What are your principles, Praetorians? In a week or a month or a year, I would go back to the president and say, you know, that was exactly right. Or I would say, you know, Mr. President, that's not exactly right. We have to change our, our m- m- method about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so for the American people, that was okay. Because every day you tr- strive to know the truth. And the next day, maybe it'll be a little bit better. That's the way and that that's the uh, that 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 that's you lost billions of dollars because millie and and her husband produced a documentary giving a voice to whistleblowers you forgot about or you ignored that doesn't work not in the age of information in the age of information ignorance is a choice and the people are no longer ignorant funny how they're doing this founding principles days right now the truth in in america i i think about things going on in the other parts of the world and now it's in america oh my god that's in america that's really something to behold Dictators know that they, if they go to the truth, that will be not good for them. And so, like, well, in, in China, okay, or in Turkey, or other... Ask him, no, now he's spitting out his allies. Ask him about the $100 billion they got from China. Huh? Ask him about the work they did with Turkey and how they tried to strong arm Erdogan. Well, how do you strong arm a radical, you... Idiot. General Flynn is coming for all of you. Places, very often, they know the truth, but don't want to say it, okay? And so because that would not be good for the dictators. 
two days ago, I was watching the president and I would say, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. That's not right. But he says it again and again and again. Why is that? He doesn't want us to know the facts. That's the problem. Alternative facts. And you think about that. What does that mean? But he does that a lot. I don't know what, I, I just don't know for an American, an American president to do that. And I don't want that president to be in office. The courts are very important. And Yeah, they are. But we got those by the balls, too, because we've been watching for years. You are toast. See, they're toast because of us, we the people. You have to have faith in yourself, man. How many times have I said that? Faith in you, faith in humanity, even though for me, man, I have been struggling this past week like nobody's business. I couldn't believe people would go there and it's okay. It's okay because it's always the wounded ones (laughs) that wear the scars, right? And it's okay. And I've said this, I wear my scars like badges. Listen to him. His diaper is full right now. Intelligence is very important. Science is very important. The president attacks every day. Science, the the media, intelligence. The science, like the science that they manufactured to totally shit on the Lancet Journal that was the Bible of medicine. Like if anything was in the Lancet Journal, it was it was the word and, 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 and the gospel of medicine. They shit on that because they wanted you to not have hydroxychloroquine. And who was telling you that? Tedros. Tedros, who spent his, the majority of his career, career investigating hydroxychloroquine. I told you about the airplane that was shut down, shot down with all these AIDS researchers. You mean hydroxychloroquine researchers. <laughs> every day and and why because he's afraid of the truth he has a no you are afraid of the truth problem with truth and he wa- he doesn't want to know the truth because if the truth were laid out the president would be wrong in america right now many people say oh the president is right and, and actually, for, for America, that's not right. The president lies about the election because he doesn't think he'll win. He, he knows the truth, and he should say it, okay? And this president does not say it at all. He does. Nobody wanted to set the world on fire, and yet there we are. And that's a real, real problem. And if this president has two terms... I don't know what will happen to the American Republic. He's going to go down so fast. If there is a second term, America will suffer. The truth is everywhere. Strive to know the truth. It's hard sometimes. Okay? But every, every if you work on it, okay, things are better and better and better. Basically, we know what Americans believe, okay? Now, I'm not at all sure about America and what's going on. That's the problem. I hope we're okay. You know how much money they lost? He hopes. Look at him. 
Look at him squirm. Enjoy it, guys. This is one of your key villains within the United States. One of the top phalanxes. He's in the phalanx of those handful of people that believe they know best. This clown here knows better for you. This is why he's jumping behind the guy with dementia. He wants you about the truth. We gave you the truth with Shadowgate. We gave it to you. Let me tell you something. Within an hour of it being uploaded, everybody who mattered watched it. Everybody who mattered made sure we were okay. And all of you should be behind the truth. All of you. Okay. And now I'm not so sure. In America, there's really some bad things going on for our entire history. Okay. It's a bit, little by little, we're doing a better job. Huh. Oh, suddenly they have conventions of founding principles, these clowns do. You see that? You see how quickly they come out to defend themselves. They must defend themselves. So defend themselves. Let's see who is on day two of these conventions. Uh, You know what? No, let's not give them time. You know what I'm going to tell you guys? So months ago, this is like... um. It's not months ago. It was like the end of May. Someone sent me a video. I had never heard of this person before, ever. I I know that people have sent me messages over the years. uh, And I'm like, I don't know who this Kim lady is. Kim lady. I didn't even know. So I want to play a clip, a sound clip. Um, I actually tweeted it out. But I'm going to play two clips. So the first one I'm going to play was interesting. And I thought, you know, even... um, I mean, this this resonated with me and I looked back on all of them. And I know some of you that are currently in the chat room also brought this up to me. And I actually reached out, um, you know, to, how did I not know? Obviously, it wasn't in my circle, my sphere. Um, but listen to this. It's just uh, 45 seconds long. Listen to this. ...of wickedness and impending dangers due to some device hidden in a place unknown to the present intelligence. That's what a... I have to tell you, and maybe even ignored. In other words, oh, that's that's not important. This weapon is in a human mind, and the weapon that is in this human mind came to me when I saw some alphabetical letters. I saw some letters. At first, I thought it was A to Z. Now, this is a, a puzzle to me right now, but God almost said to me, focus on this. So that the mystery can be unfolded. The letters were A. The letters were A. Oh, gosh. It cut off. Um, My apologies. Hold on. The letters were A. Hold on. Here we go. Was A to Z. Now, this is a a puzzle to me right now. But God almost said to me, focus on this. So that the mystery can be unfolded. The letters were A and Q. That's one. How crazy is that, right? I, I, I thought it was a woman when people were coming at me. Um, but I'm going to play something that someone um, emailed me. I, I listened to it a couple times and I was like, well, this person is talking about Lady Liberty. I'm, I'm sure it's Lady Liberty. 
And this stems from, you know, Tiffany Trump's statement of um, miracles, to believe in miracles. And this was um, so interesting to listen to again and again. Um, it, it was just so, so crazy. So crazy. So I'm going to, I found the video. They sent it to me. It was a YouTube video. This is from 2011. Okay. 2011. So this is cray cray. I had never, uh, I mean, just, just watch and listen. President will come. God says you will have absolutely no fear. Absolutely no fear. We'll be decisive, make decisions. And then in the middle of the restoration of America, rapidly because of a source of energy that shall come quickly. And because of medical breakthroughs, and because of agreements between nations, specifically China. God said they shall say, we never dreamed this would happen. They said that this in Japan would never happen. But God says, listen to me. As the beginning of the restoration, as it begins, there shall be a woman that shall rise up. A woman that shall be strong in faith, virtuous, beautiful in eyes, and her eyes shall be so beautiful. I shall be round and big. I have crowned her, says the Lord, as I crowned Esther. The people shall receive her. She shall have the oil of gladness. For the pain and the mourning that is taking place. And she shall pour out the oil. She shall pour out the oil on this nation. And God says healing shall begin and then it shall flow rapidly. Schools will be free from potential damage and danger, shootings and murder, drug addiction. Cartels shall be afraid of a woman, a woman anointed by God, a woman set aside. And God says they will say we hated her, but now we love her. She shall take the oil of healing and she shall pour it upon the stars of those left and those right and of the new party that has come forth and emerged where they shall say Christ will reign and we shall not implement at all socialism. They have said we will make history without God. No, you will not. No, you will not, says the Lord. But I chose this nation before it was founded. Before anybody came here, I chose this entire nation, all 50 states, every one of them, to send my gospel to the entire earth. Do you think I have changed my mind? Therefore, the healing that is necessary for this nation shall come at a time in the middle of the presidency. There shall be a woman that shall come. And God said there shall be oil that shall be poured upon the nation. And they shall suddenly feel the healing. And they shall say, it is well with my soul. It is well with our soul. For the soul of America has been corrupted. The soul of this nation has been corrupted with bitterness and anger. And God said she shall say, no more bitterness. No more anger. No more 
division and shall pour the oil that shall come from the Spirit of the Lord Himself. If you as a nation believe it, if you want this, lift your voice and shout at the top and say, Yes! Yes! To Esther! Yes! To Esther! Wow, right? So I was sent that, and I think that's Lady Liberty. Remember, we have Lady Liberty right there. We are Esther. We are the ones of truth. We are the ones with that beacon of light. We are the last one. I've been saying this for years. And you know, when someone said, you know, Kim talked about you, I was like, uh, no, who is this Kim woman? I didn't know. It was only when we, oh my gosh, how weird is that? So the time... It was so creepy, the timing of when this was brought to our attention. Someone who's actually, uh, you know, uh, listens to the the radio show. Uh, well, it's not a radio show anymore, is it, right? Um, sent it to me, and I sent it to someone else. And while we were on the call, I kid you not, guys, and God is my witness, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what? And we were freaking out and we were talking on the phone and I was like, oh my God, how did, how have I never heard of this person before? And they were like, well, we know. And guess what? Someone from Kim Clement's people called the people I was on the phone with totally out of the blue while we were on the phone. So I've just been sitting on this and I've told you about time travel and how things are there set fixed points in time, yet they can be delayed. They can be delayed. They cannot be avoided. You cannot stop anything that's coming. The only thing you can do is try to push it and push it and push it. And I did do that in 2000. I did that 2000, 2001 to push and push. And hopefully it would have woken people up, but they got stronger and they got louder and they ripped every single fabric of our being out. Obamacare. I worked on that. I worked on the Affordable Care Act. I was in on that team for what? My specific tools, which was localization, addressing the part of non-English speakers and ASL speakers, right? I don't, I don't, I don't speak ASL speak, you know, with the hands, but I have had both my children learn it. Um, but I've always been advocating for those that cannot communicate. Communication, uh, uh, is a thing that I do. And I can only say when I saw what was in that bill, I thought they've just put chains on your health. That's the most personal thing they can do to you is maneuver and control you with your health. They had you at the mercy of big pharmaceutical companies. I had been fighting like crazy. I had people say she was a health, whatever. No, I audit phone calls. I listened to everything. And all I did was file complaint after complaint for what they've been doing to our elderly complaint and complaint. And for me, every complaint could have been a smack in the face. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, so many people out there are just so poisoned with hate that they don't see it because we've been mesmerized with their lies. Did you see him shitting in his diaper right now? That was a general. That was the guy that worked within our CIA, the head of CIA, NSA. He was shitting his pants because of you. Miracles do happen. 
Joe Biden said there's no miracles. Tiffany Trump said there are. Now listen to what Eric Trump had to say, which Eric is is one of the most unseen weapons of the Trump family ever. He's an incredible person. Take a listen to what he had to say uh, during the convention, which was pretty, pretty good. When I stood on this convention stage four years ago, no one fully understood the historic change that was about to take place. We could all feel it. Something was happening. A movement was forming just below the surface. The forgotten man and woman, voiceless in Washington, D.C., were preparing to rise up. Our movement followed the pattern of so many that came before us. First, we were ignored. Then we were laughed at. Then they fought us. And then, together, we won. From that moment forward, America came first. America started winning again. America became respected again. But with every movement, there's a counter movement. In the view of the radical Democrats, America is the source of the world's problems. As a result, they believe the only path forward is to erase history and forget the past. They want to destroy the monuments of our forefathers. They want to disrespect our flag, burn the stars and stripes that represent patriotism and the American dream. They want to disrespect our national anthem by taking a knee while our armed forces lay down their lives every day to protect our freedom. They do not want the Pledge of Allegiance in our schools. Many of them don't want one nation under God. The Democrats want to defund and disrespect our law enforcement. The Democrats want an America where your thoughts and opinions are censored when they do not align with their own. President Reagan said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for and it must be protected. This is the fight that we are in right now. And it is a fight that only my father can win. My father ran not because he needed the job, but because he knew hardworking people across this great country were being left behind. The media mocked these patriots in the flyover states in which they lived. They ignored the Trump flags. They ignored the millions of MAGA banners and barns painted in red, white, and blue. The silent majority had no one fighting for them in either party. Their so-called leaders were bowing to China, bribing Iran, and spending more time worrying about how they'd be received by the elites in Paris than how Americans would provide for their families in Pittsburgh. Our family lost friends, but it only pushed us to fight harder. My father pledged to every American in every city, state, and town that he was going to make America great again. And so began the great American comeback. Almost immediately, taxes were slashed, regulations were cut, and the economy soared to new heights, heights never seen before. Wages went through the roof. Unemployment reached the historic lows, especially for black Americans, Hispanic Americans, and women. Trade deals were ripped up and renegotiated. Lights were turned back on in abandoned factories across our country. Trillions of dollars were repatriated back to the United States, which had been sitting in foreign lands for far too long. Once again, America became the envy of the world. And with that renewed strength came leverage. The president demanded that our allies pay their fair share for the defense of the Western world. My father rebuilt the mighty American military adding new jets, aircraft carriers. He increased wages for our incredible men and women in uniform. He expanded our military defense budget to $721 billion per year. America was no longer weak in the eye of the enemy. 
The moment President Trump orders special forces to kill some of the deadliest terrorists on the planet, the day the mighty Moab was dropped on insurgent camps, is the day America took a stance and never be defeated by the enemy. Al-Baghdadi, Soleimani, dead. Over and over, issue after issue, the economy, the wall, the military, trade deals, tax cuts, Supreme Court justices, VA hospitals, prescription drugs, school choice, right to try, moving the embassy to Jerusalem, peace in the Middle East, never-ending wars were finally ended, promises made, and promises for the first time were kept. Most politicians spend their entire careers in Washington, D.C. and get absolutely nothing accomplished. For example, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a politician who has been in government for 47 years. He's a career politician who's never signed the front of a check and does not know the slightest thing about the American worker or the American business, the engine which fuels the greatest economy the world has ever known. The same politician who has been a total pushover for communist China and someone who would be a giant relief for terrorists who now spent years running, hiding, and being taken out by the most talented military known to man. Joe Biden has pledged to raise your taxes by $4 trillion. 82% of Americans will see their taxes go up significantly. Biden has pledged to stop border wall construction and give amnesty and health care to all illegal immigrants. Biden has pledged to defund the police and take away your cherished Second Amendment. My father, on the other hand, delivered the largest tax cuts in American history, knows if you do not have a border, you do not have a country, and will always support law enforcement and your right to keep and bear arms. Every day, my father fights for the American people, the forgotten man and woman of this country, the ones who embody the American spirit, which is unlike anything else in the world. It built the New York City skyline. It built the Hoover Dam. And soon, under my father's leadership, it will send Americans to Mars. The American spirit can be felt in the majesty of the Grand Canyon, the shadows of Mount Rushmore, and the stillness of the air at Gettysburg. It can be seen in the wide-eyed wonder of every American child as they take their first breath in the greatest country the world has ever known. It defeated fascism, it defeated communism, and in 68 days, it will defeat the empty, oppressive, and radical views of the extreme left. Ronald Reagan's quote ends with this simple warning. One day we could spend our sunset years telling our children what it was once like in the United States where men and women were free. Under President Trump, freedom will never be a thing of the past. That's what a vote for Donald Trump represents. It's a vote for the American spirit, the American dream, and for the American flag. To the law enforcement officer who's being attacked, betrayed, and whose job they are trying to make extinct, my father will fight for you. To all houses of worship and to all people of faith, stripped of our religious freedoms and religious liberties, my father will fight for you. To the voiceless, shamed, censored, and canceled, my father will fight for you. To our farmers who work dawn to dust to keep our plates full, my father will fight for you. 
to every single mother and father, to our veterans, our coal miners, and to the American worker, my father will fight for you. And to every proud American who bleeds red, white, and blue, my father will continue to fight for you. In closing, I'd like to speak directly to my father. I miss working alongside you every single day, but I'm damn proud to be on the front lines of this fight. I'm proud of what you're doing for this country. I'm proud to show my children what their grandfather is fighting for. I'm proud to watch you give them hell. Never stop. Continue to be unapologetic. Keep fighting for what is right. You are making America strong again. You are making America safe again. You are making America proud again. And yes, together with a forgotten man and woman who are finally forgotten no more, you are making America great again. Dad, let's make Uncle Robert very proud this week. Let's go get another four years. I love you very much. God bless you and God bless the United States of America. Now, that was a great speech. I also wanted to show you something. Remember one of the last articles I wrote, how I uh, told you guys that they were using funerals uh, for stomping grounds? I just wanted to show you the image that was on it. Did you see it? I also put the word Delaware there. Can you see that? And this is really important that you remember this picture. This is really important that you remember this picture. That's why it was the header for my article, which is lost. Well, some people have recovered and I'm going to work tirelessly to put back my website and um, get it done. I mean, seriously, guys, one thing that I don't appreciate doing is putting people together um, in boxes. So you remember that article where I told you that they were having rallies at funerals. I, you remember that it was very important that I made that picture. I created that. That's, I think that did pretty good, right? For someone who's a one man person doing all these things, a lot of things, and they know exactly what I'm doing. This is why they're shitting their diapers. This Remember that. Remember this picture. This was the header for my article. I don't remember what date it was, though, that I put it out. Hmm. Maybe we can find it. I'll look through the files that people have sent me. They're terrified. They're really, really terrified, and they should be. Because the what is to come, thank you. That's what I was pointing at. Uh, what is to come is uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Uh, Anons worked tirelessly overnight and put together a conglomerate. Listen, look at this weak sauce. I want you guys to know um, Millie Weaver had, uh, let me see if I can find it. She had emails sent to her, people sending her links to child pornography in her email sending fake affidavits to um, her um, prosecutor. You know, what she's going through is terrible and keep her in your prayers. But look at this. Someone's 
texting her <clears throat> from tools, tour tools, tour tools. <sighs> Surveillance goes both ways. You cannot hide. We funded to create these tools, you tools. Ha ha. Filed por- child porn through your name. We'll send you photographs, get you implicated. These are the things that they were sending her. These are the things that they were sending to her, to their prosecutor. And the prosecutor responded, received with their phone number and everything, saying, I'm filing this affidavit electronically, even though she has a lawyer. These people are insane. And obviously (laughs) not very credible. And it is harassment. It is harassment like nobody's, nobody's business. But you know, the same team of people that have been coming for Millie and myself were the same team of people, this um, disgusting human being by the name of Defango. He actually gang stalked Isaac Cappy. You remember Isaac Cappy? Right. That's terrible, isn't it? And yet for some people, you know, they don't get it. This person that I'm going to show you this video that was created, which I think, and this is probably why they're all upset They're all upset. Yeah, no, they are. And they're going to go to jail. They are. What they did to Isaac Cappy was disgusting. And anybody that's associated with them should be hung by their toes for everyone to see. Children are off limits. Where is the humanity? Who sits with people like that? That is pure evil. And you know what pure evil does? Parcel tongue. Guess what? I spoke parcel tongue for years. For years until one thing was a spark. And I was like, what? How is this even happening? This is what nightmares are made of. That's what changed my tune. That is exactly what changed my tune. And so here's a video I want to share. It's actually quite funny because there you see. Um, I like the title. I titled it McGrifter, Mick Grifter for Military Induction Complex Unplugged. This person is there simply to take down uh, InfoWars and uh, The Blaze. Like he's associating himself with those brands now. This is, this is just listen to this person. This is insane. Someone said, should we unfollow Tori? Uh, yeah, she's clearly a, a leftist plant. She's a disinformation agent sent here to corrupt Q into attacking the president. That's it. They have targeted me with uh, death threats, uh, harassment by a botnet. I'm still making my way through that document documentary, documentary. Uh, and I got to tell you, it's got real satanic energy. So Tori is one of these people who just searches the Internet all day. And what happens when you search the Internet all day and you're not you don't you're not a Christian. You don't have the ability to use a discernment. Or you don't have the ability to just be objective while you collect all the information. You think you've collected all the information. So I can see how... Let me answer that. I don't collect information. I am the information. Okay? You have no idea who they put you... I don't know. You know, this guy here, he tried to blackmail my friend. He tried to black... And he was terrified when the blackmail disappeared from his own crap. Terrified. And that's when I sent my friend a note, get yourself a Faraday bag. He did that. He has blackmail on. This is what he does. Talking about assets. I am the information, bitch. You have someone internet searching for four hours, five hours, 
would experience fatigue and then get very, very confused. <clears throat> but that's not the case. That's not the case. I'm okay with a Christian monarchy and getting rid of advertising. Someone said Christian monarchy leads to more war. Great way to kill the American experiment and dream. See, look, these Tory trolls, they're anti-Christian, they're anti-God, they're anti-Trump. I am the reckoning. This could sound like an ego to a lot of people who aren't familiar with my record. But this is what I do for a living. I don't work. It's a ministry. So Cambridge Analytica is a company that Bob Mercer owned. Bob Mercer has given me money in the past to conduct, um, you know, certain political operations. Political operations? This guy doesn't even know what politics is. He's talking out of his ass. Out of his ass. That were my ideas, not his ideas. So the Cambridge Analytica stuff is, I, it's just so patently fake that it's stupid. Um, I don't know what Roger's opinion is on. Uh, now he speaks for Roger Stone. Um, psychoanalytics. Uh, we're still so, so new to that field. It is something I support, um, but uh, I'm not something, I'm not sure. Something so new from the 60s. Sure that it's something Roger would support. Which IIA, I'm going to tell you this. This is so stupid. I, I mean, I can't even believe we're, we're going through this. So stupid that there's government documents on Bergie's site, victim of the swamp.com, that show IG, federal, military documents, literally describing things, but it's so stupid. Alex Jones pioneered um, the study of certain things, right? What the fuck is that? Operation Paperclip with the Nazis. Operation Mockingbird with the media. I thought that it was a matter of real concern that planted stories intended to serve a national purpose abroad um, came home and were circulated here and believed here because uh, this would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. Uh, and then, but Alex Jones and himself were like pioneers in this, says this guy. Whatever that is, you know, the act that Congress changed to allow for domestic propaganda. What y'all need to understand is like, okay, Alex Jones has pioneered this for 25 or 30 years, blah, 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 blah. That doesn't matter to me. Um, the fact is, is that why are these people grifting off of this? These people are alleging that Alex Jones is a part of these things that he helped pioneer for the American people. Uh, no one said that he pioneered and no one and who's grifting. I'm genetically superior than most human beings. And I work to be spiritually gifted, if not superior. I've got killer instincts because I have discernment. Yes, I have a natural, advanced, biological predisposition to feel the earth, to feel the heavenly realms. I have a natural, biological, I don't believe in evolution, but I have a natural extra antenna that most human beings don't have. Rulu, this is crazy. This is crazy. Nothing Q has ever posted has been this crazy. And you're not going to reverse. So Q's crazy and so is the president. Maybe I should sweep to that um, that presser, right? Where he talked about the stuff we put out there, right? 
Should we, should we swap to that presser? Um, I mean, we could. Let's just listen to the rest of this, how he mocks someone that has cancer for, for being overweight, you know, because that's what godly people like him who feel the earth, who do all this, right? Who cause harm to people who use the fact that they've been victims against children to their, to their pandering. And guys, if you watch his creepy scopes, look, he's driving and scoping, which is illegal, by the way. Uh, if you actually look at his scopes, he makes people put little crowns as if he's a king. He's like, let me see your crown. And all of them run behind. You see, this is insane. This is, this is what you got, General Jones. This is what you got, Brennan. This is what you sicked on me? Yes, he made me cry. Yes, he hurt me. But uh, 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 mm, mm, mm. this is weak sauce. Weak sauce. He is there to destroy InfoWars, and he did. And he's destroying everyone else that is coming around him. Your psychology me. That's so 1992. You know? That's so 1992. You're not going to reverse psychology into me not vetting. Do you know that in 1992 was when I got my certificate from John Hopkins University? Very peculiar that he used that year. Source material. Remember they said they were going to put me in jail for wearing a bulletproof vest and now everyone's wearing it? How many people remember I started that trend? How many people remember I started the trend of the bulletproof vest in public? Someone said, I, be- I remember 50 Cent doing it in 2004. Right, 2004. So read what you wrote. Read what you wrote. Or don't, I don't really care. I'm just telling you who I am, okay? This is, in a lot of other areas, I suck. I suck at ordering groceries. I suck at maintaining a healthy diet. Yeah, and I'm about to stop eating fast food, hopefully starting next week. Her verbal IQ is trash. Her diet is trash. All skinny. Look at this. Healthy. Healthy. You know, 20 years I've been a Christian. 20 years I've been a Christian. I know what it's like to call forth our higher self. Hazard reported ahead. She reminded me of that person. Heck, she might be working with that person. And when I thought about that, I said, no, 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 not today, Satan. You have to understand, I would die. I would be willing to die fighting a righteous battle against that mother. That I appreciate your support. You guys are watching everything that I said come true. And, um, you know, I still, you know... I just wish Tori and Millie would stop. Stop the lies. But when I found out that you are a bad, evil human being, you know, I know, a couple people in the chat room know, there are only a couple people who reach that Voldemort-like status. I knew it was the battle that God called me to. I knew it was the battle that God called me to. Yeah. So, uh, why are they so terrible? I really think that they all think, you know, the Q team has revealed themselves and <laughs> let them. 
It terrifies the crap out of them. That's what's up. That's what's up. And it's like, it's so, I'm Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, true is. True is. Parcel tongue was my second. Yep. That's what's up. Hey, that's, well, not PS95, but I was PS85, actually. That's where they recruited me out of, PS85. Um, but um, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, those that scream. But the thing is, look at who's um, screaming. We, this is a disinformation campaign. I've said, I feel so bad for Alex Jones. He is surrounded by people that are there to destroy him. And, and, and this is it. It's like he's giving them the seat. And I already tweeted out a picture and I said, remember that face, because that's where it all comes down to. People are just evil um, when they're given cover. And look, look how evil you can see it. I mean, she did play a witch, right? I mean, I liked her. Listen to this. We must remember that today we are all one community comprised of many races, religions, and ethnicities. Our diverse and storied history is what makes our country strong. And yet, we still have so much to learn from one another. I urge people to come together in a civil manner so we can work and live up to our standard American ideals. That was First Lady Melania Trump last night delivering what many described as a message of unity. The speech winning praise from many after some critics described the first night of the convention as dark. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy will be a keynote speaker tomorrow at the Republican convention. He joins us now. Uh, Thank you for being here this morning, sir. So what did you think as you watched the First Lady deliver that speech? Did she achieve that message of unity she set out to deliver? She achieved it and beyond. I thought it was a beautiful speech delivered perfectly from a new rose garden. Um, I thought it was a great night last night from Daniel Cameron. Uh, You had um, Tiffany Trump as well. Each night has built and it shows a good contrast between the Democrat convention and the Republican convention. One is looking forward. The other is looking backwards. We're talking about a vaccine instead of shutting the businesses down again. I mean, it's hopeful. It's meaning that tomorrow will be better than today and that we can find a common ground. You saw so many new faces in the Republican Party. This is a very big tent with the any American coming forward and how President Trump had listened to their voice, a different scenario than we've heard in the past with a better opportunity. You know, she apparently uh, even won over some critics with that speech or at least got them to acknowledge or praise her in some way. David Brooks, New York Times opinion editor, told critics to stop scoffing uh, when he saw the reaction to her speech. But there were some really dark, harsh criticisms out there. Uh, Congressman Bette Midler, um, who has attacked the, this administration before, obviously, uh, the performer attacked Melania over her accent. She is being highly criticized for what some say was a xenophobic attack on Melania. Oh, God. She- Melania speaks like seven languages. Bette Midler can hardly speak English. I'm just saying. She tweeted, she still can't speak English. She went after the First Lady's Be Best campaign, calling it a huge bore. Uh, she said, uh, get that illegal alien off the stage. What do you think of that kind of criticism? I think that hatred has no place in America. 
I think that's the worst of an individual to ever say something like that. And I think we saw from the first lady rise above all those type of comments. Could you only imagine if this was a first lady of a Democratic president, what Bette Midler would have said then? Can't we put that aside? Can't we put America first? Um, the partisanship is too much when I see the criticism like that. And I applaud David Brooks from, for standing up really what is right. And that's the moment in time that we should. You've watched this first lady time and time again, put our country first and party last. And that's exactly what we saw last night. That's what her message was. And I truly believe that reached many more people. And I don't believe Bette Midler reached anybody. That was probably the lowest point of individuals of this country. As far as Mike Pompeo's big moment, uh, delivering his message from Israel, now Democrats want to, they, 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 they say they, they feel he violated the Hatch Act with this. Um, they're calling for a probe into his convention speech. Uh, but the White House has responded saying no taxpayer money was used, used for that. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's really going after him. Listen. The image is something that's going to say, uh, look at us. Uh, we're here in Israel making a speech to the Republican National Convention, violating our values in terms of the bipartisanship and our support for Israel, violating in many ways uh, what he told his own employees. So did you take any issue with this, Congressman? None whatsoever. Mike Pompeo is probably one of the most effective secretary of states. If you anyone asked him for a video, you'd probably find it somewhere around the world because of his job. He, no taxpayer money was spent on this. This was on his own private time. But what Nancy Pelosi should be concerned about spending taxpayer money, she has just spent taxpayer money on 68 Democrats who refused to show up to work last Saturday for an emergency meeting. But she still paid them with taxpayer money. That should be a bigger concern than anybody else instead of Mike Pompeo on his own private time spending no taxpayer money, giving a message about uh, what America and what the world looks like today. One of the other big speakers last night was Pam Bondi. Listen. Ukrainian oligarch put Hunter on the board of his gas company, even though he had no experience in Ukraine or in the energy sector. He was paid millions to do nothing. He only had one qualification that mattered. He was the son of the man in charge of distributing USAID to Ukraine. So you can respond to that, uh, Congresswoman, but you can also give us a hint as to what we will hear and see from you tomorrow night when you take the stage. Well, I do think Hunter Biden is an issue for uh, Joe Biden going forward. Uh, I saw that they did use him in the Democratic Convention. But the one thing I didn't hear at the Democratic Convention, what is their agenda? What are they for? I know they're against the president. I know they want to raise my taxes and I know they want to defund the police. But how are we going to make tomorrow better? That means we have to move forward, not backwards. I'll talk about that. It also means about how are we going to rebuild this economy bigger than ever before? How will we renew the American dream and how will we restore our way of life, securing our cities, making them safe again? I think that contrast alone will show why President Trump will earn four more years. And tomorrow is much, much better than what today will be. I think we just got a preview of what we will see and hear from you. We appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow night. So um, just so you guys know, like uh, it's I want to show you something because I tweeted this out. And for those that aren't on Twitter, um, I'll show it to you. I want you to remember this. Remember this face. Because that's the face that's taking down the majority of them. This face. Tweeted it out. This face. 
remember it. Just remember it. So another thing I want to remind those that are listening is how the president is listening to us. But first, let's show you how disinformation gets the best. You know, uh, about a year ago, I fought to put his face in Times Square, and I did, because he was being silenced and hijacked. And I'm going to start this, and I'm just going to show you even how big more, I would say, people that have actually been affected by disinformation, people that have been hurt by this blow, because he has, how even they get duped. And and look live how he got duped and realized it. Okay? Listen to this. That we're sort of pissing out in five minutes, which I regret. But Millie Weaver did a movie called Shadowgate. Ezra Levant texted me last week. He said, can you promote this? Uh, she was just arrested the day before her movie came out. I love Millie. Okay, Ezra, I trust you. I still do. Um, so I'll, I'll promote it. Um, holy fuck, everyone. Millie Weaver got arrested the day before her documentary came out that says that Obama was spying on the Trump campaign. I know Obama was spying on the Trump campaign. Way bigger than Watergate. That's fantastic. Let's get it out there. I doubt her arrest was valid. Maybe she even did something illegal, like drove drunk or fucking jaywalked or something, and they thought, let's drop the hammer on her. Um, so that was very clean and easy. And then I'm in the bathroom with Roger Stone, and he goes, actually, no, he was talking about Chuck Johnson and Chuck's uh, pillaring of him that happened in the court transcripts. I guess it was another time someone else goes, so you cool with Millie Weaver? And I go, yeah, she's awesome. He goes, have you seen Shadowgate? And I go, I saw a bit of it. And they go, did you notice it eviscerates Roger Stone and says he's part of the deep state? And while it's blaming Obama for spying on Trump, it basically implies that Roger Stone facilitated the whole thing. Mm. And he's a deep state operative. And sort of like the with the Mercedes thing, you hear this horrible accusation about your good friend and you go bull fucking shit and they go yeah. you know what i love about gavin he's raw and so here's where he finds the part about roger stone okay and then he called me an amateur and it's like oh my gosh like what <laughs> but i'm okay with that listen to this Eat your ass. oh okay i see a roger stone isn't roger know. stone with this commutation will solve it because this is where it all comes to the surface how do you think your jury pool was selected well obviously i don't know i do know that based on the statistics on the district of columbia that, it, that the statistical improbability of my jury having a single republican should be impossible the statistical impossibility right? of my jury having a single military well, you might veteran pick up that should be impossible. The statistical possibility of my jury having no jurors with less than a college education is impossible. Uh, but that was the case. Well, what if I told you, Roger, that your jury was uh, actually selected? The jury pool, the grander jury pool, right? Before the voir dire, as they say, where you kind of select and approve and deny, right? The the majority of it was actually plugged into a program. But see, this program wanted to select 
a jury pool that would get you a guilty verdict no matter what. Hence, the odds, like you say, are so far-fetched. So the question is, who was the company, who was the vendor that was used to select your greater pool for the jury. And if your, you know, lawyer was to able to uh, able to find that or ask that question, I would not be surprised if you see the name General Hayden hop up. I do think it might strengthen my uh, the possibility of my appeal it, should that become necessary. I will never plead guilty to something I didn't do. Uh, it's enough. a I have to watch that, the whole thing. That actually looked pretty good for Millie. That made me worried that I I uh disavowed her too soon hmm. um i guess i'll watch the whole thing yeah but uh that seemed to be pro did you pro-rash. notice the vibe with that chick where it's an amateur talking to a legend like damn this amateur okay i was like actually it was the first time that i spoke to roger stone myself personally and i was like starstruck i was so starstruck because i had been following him and the thing is, I have been working my ass off ever since he was put in the hot box to follow and see who, what, when, where. And Roger Stone's appeal would have taken down the general super duper quick. But with the release of Shadowgate, and this is what I'm seeing, he didn't need to because we did that. So, you know, I had been... I adore Roger. Man, he is a badass. He is the top-notch badass. And for anyone to have said those lies is ridiculous. I am one of his biggest fans. When I would read through history, right, and I subscribed. Guys, I was uh, a tween, and I would subscribe to political junkie-type information because – These people were the power people. And that was like my thing. I would hang out at libraries and read old um, things that were on microfilm. I've told you guys my thing when I have time to unwind is trolling the Library of Congress and looking at newspapers from the 1800s because there's so much in there, especially the advertising section. That's where the reality hackers drop information and leave markers. Um, so a tween is someone that's not 13 yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, this was this was pretty incredible. And then, you know, obviously all these experts that have come out and not debunked anything um, forget that, you know, the the president spoke about what was in Shadowgate when they asked about QAnon. Um, so you should take a listen to this. This was Super eye-opening because everybody who needed to watch this watched it. The pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity and from what i've hear is these are people that when they watch the streets of portland when they watch what happened in new york city in just the last six or seven months but this was starting even four years ago when i came here almost four years can you believe it uh these are people that don't like seeing 
what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And uh, I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and they also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away. Because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal, whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in, we'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less. Okay? Well, as, this is the crux of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something you are behind? Or well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help. Right. Is that a bad thing? If he can help? Save the world from problems. I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are actually, we're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. And when you look at some of the things that these people are saying with uh, defund the police and no borders, open borders, everybody just pour right into our country. No testing, no nothing. You know, you talk about testing, no testing. Uh, Mexico, as you know, has a very high rate of infection. The wall is now going to be next week 300 miles long. Uh, our numbers are extraordinary on the border. Had that, and this is through luck, perhaps more than talent. Although the talent is getting it built when one party refuses to allow it, you don't hear talk about the wall anymore. But I will say this: um, we need strength in our country, not weakness. But, you know, and I said, you know, when people find out how this whole quantum thing works, they'll be disappointed because we have fantasies, you guys. We want Gandalf. We want Delta Force. We want and it's uh, we all know. I mean, who runs the world right now? It's the geeks with the pocket protectors. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying it's 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 um it's so difficult for people to understand. And here, uh, I mean. He knows what's up. He knows what the problem is in America. All the time, okay? Why don't we bring teacup? Exactly. What do you so, look, I don't want to set the world on fire right now in your wonderful show, which I watch all the time, okay? But I may. That's what's up. So he knows exactly what's up. He knows all of you. Everyone is being documented. Everyone is being followed. I've, uh, you know, hopefully what we have brought to you um, was the, we pulled the curtain behind Wizard of Oz. Uh, that was the curtain and you can see it all. There's nothing they can do to stop what's coming. And all of them know that. And the harder they fight, <laughs> way harder that they will fall. And, and that is a fact. Listen to what Varney said about Pompeo's appearance and Pompeo he has like a new puppy too remember he's not even enjoyed it take a listen 
The Republicans promised a very different convention, and they delivered. Audacious is the word that comes to mind. This president knows how to put on a show, doesn't he? Who expected a bank robber to receive a presidential pardon? It happened. John Ponder robbed a bank in Nevada, turned to Christianity, and became an advocate for inmates. The president said his life is, quote, a testament to redemption, pardoned. Nicholas Sandman appeared. He's the young man the media tried to cancel because he wore a MAGA hat in front of a Native American elder. He fought back. Not canceled. Then came Mike Pompeo. Oh, I just wanted to see, uh, to, to point out, you know, that um, the Covington Catholic School, Ali says that he saved that boy. I just wanted to point that out. Okay, he did say that. Speaking from Jerusalem. Surprise. Secretaries of state don't appear at political conventions, but he did. The left is flabbergasted by this. They're saying he might have he might have broken the Hatch Act. The horror. Talk about putting on a show. Watch First Lady Melania walk along the White House colonnade to people like me. She was the star. She talked about growing up under communist regime, dreaming about coming to America, studying for the naturalization test and becoming a citizen. How about that? A legal immigrant who really likes being an American. We're not used to that. But I'm telling you, there are a lot of us who feel that way. And then what? Well, right from the Oval Office, President Trump surprised five people who became newly minted citizens on the spot. Another testament to legal immigration. As conventions go, I think you would agree that was very different. I'd call it audacious. One last thing, if I may. Our colleagues at Fox report that tonight, Kaylee McInerney will be speaking. Kaylee has been a regular guest on this program for many years. She's going to talk about her personal history, something she rarely does. I know her story, and I urge you to watch her tonight. It will be uplifting. Interesting. Very interesting. So this is what our news are. Okay? Our news. Now, another thing you need to look at is the source just going to point something out. This guy really hates Millie and I. Listen. Fight for law and order tonight at the RNC. And joining us now, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Good to have you back, sir. Thank you for having me. We're talking the governor, not the AG. Uh, just to make it clear. Listen to him. Me, Shannon, I really appreciate it. What do you make of what we are seeing in cities across the country, um, sparked by the death of George Floyd back in May? Um, you all have a big case there in Kentucky with Breonna Taylor and a lot of people waiting for action in that case as well. What can you tell us? Well, one of the, the th- thing I'll say as it relates to, to, to Ms. Taylor is that part of the reason I was here in D.C. was to have an opportunity to speak with uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice Uh, As it relates to the case, we're still waiting on some information uh, from the FBI as it relates to ballistics analysis that's being undertaken there. Uh, We hope to receive that information soon and then uh, be able to analyze it and make uh, judgments from there. Um, One of the things I noted in the speech this evening is that Republicans recognize uh, those who fight in earnest for uh, justice, equality and peace. That's a uh, foundation or tenet of the Republican Party always has been since its founding. Uh, that was something that I tried to articulate this evening. Uh, but at the same time, we cannot, uh, just as uh, 
Blake's mother, Jacob Blake's mother mentioned, we cannot stand for lawlessness and chaos uh, in this country. And so as Republicans and as Americans, I think people see some of the violence uh, that has hijacked some of the peaceful demonstrations. Uh, People are worried about that. Uh, And President Trump uh, and the Republican Party stand ready uh, to make sure that we have law and order across our country while also recognizing the responsibility for justice, equality, and peace. So what do you say to those who put the blame on what we're seeing for a lot of unrest and civil ten- uh, racial tension at the president's um, feet? Politico saying this, uh, the president tried hard to soften his image on race, talking about the RNC, but can four nights of testimonials make up for four years of stoking racial divisions? Um, do you think that's a fair accusation against the president? I don't think it's a fair accusation. This president um, has been about since day one fighting for all Americans and improving our economy. Uh, and he built an economy that worked for everyone, especially minorities. And in my judgment, uh, he will do that again. COVID-19 has obviously had some impact uh, on the economy. But I know President Trump and his great team in the White House stand ready uh, to get the ball rolling again on this economy. Another thing that this president has done uh, is work for the American worker. Meanwhile, President uh, uh, Vice President Biden has said previously uh, that he's more interested in giving President Biden. Uh, handouts to illegal immigrants. In my judgment, we need someone who is going to work uh, for the American worker, and that is President Donald J. Trump. You called the former vice president out tonight. Uh, you told him. Uh, Do you hear that? Let me just rewind it. I want you to listen to these. These are things that we miss. In my judgment, we need someone who is going to work uh, for the American worker, and that is President Donald J. Trump. Oops. You called the former vice president out. This is where they show uh, allegiance, okay? What this president has done uh, is work for the American worker. Meanwhile, President uh, uh, Vice President Biden has said previously uh, that he's more interested in giving uh, handouts to illegal immigrants. In my judgment, we need someone who is going to work uh, for the American worker, and that is President Donald J. Trump. You called the former vice president out tonight. Uh, You told him uh, that black people are not monolithic. They do not vote in a certain way. They can't be told how to think or what to do. Uh, Why did you think it was important to be so blunt and direct in addressing him? Well, look, um, Vice President Biden has made a series of gaffes as it relates to uh, African-Americans and their uh, in, in taking our our votes for granted. Uh, we've seen that time and time again in some of the comments that he's made, whether it be uh, telling uh, folks that if you ain't voting for him, you ain't black or, uh, you know, the fact that he goes on to a show with a black journalists and and in that same context says and mentions uh, the word junkie uh black folks are not monolithic in our thinking uh we are the only group of individuals that are told that we have to subscribe to one party and that's the democratic party and i'm here to say that enough is enough and i know that there are uh millions of african americans that look just like me uh that aren't in chains and have minds of their own uh, to articulate their views and their their values. I grew up in a small town 
my values were undergirded by my faith and, and by my parents. And so I know there are folks that look just like me uh, that have had great consternation over being Democrats over the course of their lives. And I'm here to say, and I know other speakers during uh, the course of this week are here to say that uh, the Republican Party stands open and welcoming uh, to those that might want to take a different path. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, um, thank you for your time tonight. Please keep us updated as things move forward in the Breonna Taylor case. So this uh, was a cue, now that you can see, uh, to show allegiance. We saw a lot of that during the Kavanaugh hearing when people were like, yeah, go, Lindsey Graham, go, go. But he was dropping cues. Okay. They're dropping markers. So again, for those of you that want to see it again, I said, remember this, this phase will take down one, a, an attorney general, prosecutors, judges, infowars, and whoever else is associated this phase, this, this phase. So just remember it. Remember that face. Because if you remember when, um, Millie was arrested before she was even booked. God sent an angel to me through text while I was in panic mode. Cause I was thinking, shoot, how am I going to get her a lawyer? I mean, I can't even afford a lawyer to get a divorce. How am I going to find her a lawyer? Who's going to raise the money? I can't, I've got this stupid litigation and people are just going to use that against me and it's going to hurt Millie. What do I do? And God sent angels. Like literally those were miracles. And this one angel that he got me was like, I can help. And I was like, let's get an affidavit let's get it signed. And before she was even booked, me and this anonymous angel that was a formal federal prosecutor, I think got it done because that's how good works. That is how good works could be a Karen. That's how good works. So while these attacks were slowly coming, <laughs> the Anons had been very, very busy and sourced it right back there. So I'm pretty sure prosecutors and the FBI who are already investigating one of the people for the execution, execution to the back of the head of a young man named Danny Fuller from Devil's Lake, North Dakota. So we already had the source. We knew the source they had. We knew who they were. We screenshotted how they were being followed and talking like, why the heck would they follow someone like that? Someone that sits in a trailer and bakes cakes, right? Why would they? Yet they bank their whole businesses on it. So, um, you know, it uh, it was uh, it was it's pretty interesting. Um, and those angels that came out of everywhere were right by our side, and and that's because. You know, even when I was, you know, logic tells us, and when we panic, we should. Um, control the situation. And even on air, when I was going through hell, I had people saying, just compartmentalize, throw yourself into work, things will happen. And I'm like, what the heck is everybody? They insane. I have to do this. I have to do that. And the more I tried to mitigate, the more delays I had. The minute I relinquished control and I said, all right, I'm not in charge here, obviously, because I'm taking all the logical steps and nothing's working. I'm losing my mind. And suddenly everything happened. So um, I just wanted to say that that is how it works. Good is never throttled. Good is never throttled ever. It is always going to be the one that shines super bright. Now, um, we're going to have Kaylee 
speak today. They're starting at 9 p.m. We're going to be getting a lot more news coming in. I don't want to touch foreign news because Pompeo's busy. Um, But, you know, now you're seeing everyone catch up, telling you how France is doing exercise and how the United Emirates are in the Eastern Med. You already knew that. Actually, you knew that years ago, right? If you've been listening to Tori Says. So, you know, what we need to do is just, there is always a grander plan. And, you know, I hate it when people say, oh, trust the plan. That's so dumb. Just sit back and relax. No, God works in, say, you know, in such mysterious ways. I cannot explain it to you. Those that lived it with me uh, through my pain, I, I, I can't explain it in any other way. I can't. I, it is it is a real thing. Faith is a real thing. Hope is a real thing. Hope is what is the oxygen for truth and love and light. And, and that's important. I will be doing a watch party. Yes, I will. On Twitch only. Um, you know, because the other channels always find things to ding. Uh, you know, to ding, ding, ding. You can't use this. You can't use that. Um a watch party is um, going to happen this do you I, I think I, I want to do it Saturday night. So, you know, no one's going out because they've shut down everything. So I thought maybe at like 7 p.m. on Saturday, um, we could watch Shadowgate together and we'll watch a few minutes and then we'll look at questions and then, you know, kind of um, go through them together. Unfortunately, I can't put it out on Periscope. I can't put it out on Facebook. I could put it out on DLive. So it'll be on DLive and Twitch. All the other channels, unfortunately, I cannot. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. So, you know, if there's any elaboration needed on the things that I can speak of, uh, that's great. So I think, yeah, Saturday night would be great, like 7 p.m. Oh, wait, but that's like way too early for people in California, right? Um, so should we do 9 p.m. Eastern time? Is that good? I think 9 p.m. Eastern time is good on Saturday where we can have a watch party and go through Shadowgate together. Um, because like I've said, the more you watch it, the more you understand, the more you see just how pissed they are. Because uh, the Wizard of Oz is no longer behind the curtain. And so um, uh, it's pretty awesome. So God bless everyone. Um, I will see you guys, well, tonight if you're on YouTube, because I'm going to upload this and have it out. But regardless, I will be back tomorrow, same time, same place, somewhere in cyberspace. (laughs) Uh, So God bless everyone. Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me call you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me call you?